Texas Football Today is a production of Dave Campbell's Texas Football and TexasFootball.com. If you like the show, help us make it. Consider becoming a Texas Football Insider, our subscription package at TexasFootball.com slash insider. Besides helping to make shows like this possible, you'll also get two magazines, including our legendary summer edition and a year of access to exclusive content on TexasFootball.com. That includes stuff like premium podcasts, our archives. We've got all 60 years of the magazine digitized, recruiting analysis, and must-see insights from the Dave Campbell's Texas football crew. If all of that sounds good to you, consider becoming a Dave Campbell's Texas football insider at texasfootball.com slash insider. That's texasfootball.com slash insider. And thanks for listening. The Texas Football Today podcast is brought to you by Chocolate Milk, built by nature. Make sure you catch Texas Football Today live weekdays at noon on texasfootball.com and on Facebook. And if you like the show, subscribe on the podcast vendor of your choice. Give us a positive rating and tell a friend. Yes, yes, yo! From the Dave Campbell's Texas Football Mothership here in beautiful Louisville, Texas. It is Texas Football Today, a show that is enunciating today. My name is Greg Tupper. I'm the managing editor of Dave Campbell's Texas Football Magazine, texasfootball.com, a corresponding website. Thank you for spending part of your day with us, whether you're watching us live at texasfootball.com or on Facebook, or you're listening to us on the podcast, which you can subscribe to on the podcast vendor of your choice. Either way, thank you for doing your part to support your local mediocre internet show. I'm sitting here, sitting over there at the helm today, making us sound good. She's the Duchess of the Dorks. She is Ashley the pickle, pickle. Just incredibly creative. Just, I am just, I am, sometimes I'm amazed. Sometimes. This must have been a part of your, you told me that you, you went to UIL something like regionals or whatever. In headline, headline writing. writing. That yes, I did. clearly this no, is No, 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 no. Put some respect on my name. Was I went to safe? state. Okay. I won region one. Oh, okay. Okay. There I was go. the region one champion in 2004. Look at that. In headline writing. So, uh, not to flex. But, uh, like I said, I want impromptu speaking, which is literally getting a topic and then just pulling something out of your ass. So what do you think I do for a living? <laughs> I, <laughs> if that doesn't say if something, I, had, I don't if know I had, what does. If I had known that that was an option, I would have, that would have been my whole <laughs> life. Uh, do we have first four through the door? Y- yes. Oh no. Did um, I catch you by surprise? Yeah, you did. Cause I was changing things. Um, we're going to go with Alan Shepard, Ruben Rios, Aaron Flynn, and Burt Brocker. Welcome in, guys. Burt Brocker. Hey, Burt. Hey, Burt. Um, today is Thursday, June 18th, 2020. 161 days till Thanksgiving, episode 980. 980. This is the Eric Soderholm episode. He played in 63 games for the Rangers in 1979. On today's show, guys, we're going to talk about the UIL announcement yesterday and we got some clarification on it, and I think it's kind of important clarification. So we'll get into all of that and what it could mean uh, for the uh, for um, high school football moving forward. In the back half of the show, we are going to reveal the 5A Division One top 10 in the Dave Campbell's Texas Football, uh, the Associated Press rankings in this this very magazine. You see this? Look at that bad boy. Somebody somebody tweeted me yesterday about an error in the magazine. Well, do you, do you want me to own up to it? The, oh God, was it me? No, 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 no. Oh, okay. Um, it well, look. Every error is a team error. Uh, team error. But uh, I am. I'm the managing editor. Everything comes from me. If you, this is 100 percent true. If you open up the magazine, I hate to like tell people that there are errors in here, but you know, whatever. 
we have we have made it 980 episodes not <laughs> learning how to lie. So so there we go. Um, if you turn to the SEC preview, did you hear about this? Uh uh-uh. uh If you turn to the SEC preview, we have our conference predictions, right? And we say that Alabama is going to finish for I'll spoil some. We say Alabama is going to finish first, and we say that Texas A&M is going to finish second in the SEC East. Do you spot the problem with that? No. They play in the West. Yes. We yeah. mislabeled. Oof. We mislabeled the the divisions. Oh, it drives me nuts. I yesterday I spiked a magazine. I had I was like, dang it! I spiked it. That one. Those are the ones. Those are the errors that you're never going to catch. No. Because you're once like the error was when it was put on the page. Mm-hmm. Like that's that's the problem. Right. Once we put it on the page, like it was never because it's something you have to like. It's so you take it for granted. Oh yeah. You know what I mean. I, I'll say this: Just like, so I haven't, dumb. I Ugh. really haven't. Like I get why you say now when you get the magazine, you really don't open it for a while because I. I didn't I did open it into the like one of the cover boy stories I did just to like mm-hmm. look at it and I read through it and I realized and this is super minor but there the comma had a space before the comma oh, yeah. and not after the comma and I was like oh, yeah. that's it I'm not looking at the other one oh, I'm no. closing it it no. just it it's upset so annoying me. <laughs> it's so annoying and here's the thing and that's the smallest thing that no one oh, else in the no. world's going to know well, and that's the other thing <laughs> that magazine cuz I somebody uh, texted me a, a friend of mine who is actually she um she is a an editor for, mm-hmm. you know she was flipping through the magazine she goes hey i found a typo I'm like, she texted it to me yeah um but here's the thing the reason that the one in the sec section bugs me mm-hmm. is because that is a relatively like the, a lot of the mistakes are going to be like grammatical a lot of them are gonna be like yeah that has style to, that pertains to actual football well and like yeah and style and stuff mm-hmm. like that it's not substance this is a substantive error which mm-hmm. is like dang it now it's just it fundamentally it's a typo yeah right but it's still annoying and so that's why i don't really flip open the magazine until like enough people have seen it and they will let me know which ones they see yeah and those are the only big ones because nobody really is going to text me and be like hey by the way uh there is a space between the There's no, two spaces the between these two words to yeah. the one. And it's like, okay, well, sorry about you. Anyway. Well, okay. buddy, you need to find a life then. <laughs> okay. Let's talk a little bit about something that came down yesterday. Yesterday, um, there was a whole hullabaloo because the UIL um, Legislative Council had their um, regularly scheduled meeting. I think they meet once a quarter. Yes. Um, their regularly scheduled meeting. And... One of the news items that came out of it, uh, we even published it on TexasFootball.com, uh, was the announcement, apparently, that the UIL was going to lift the so-called Friday night rule. Friday night rule being that you cannot l- broadcast live, you cannot televise, I should say. You can do radio broadcasts. You cannot do um video live video of a texas high school football game on a friday night that's a long-standing rule in the uil since basically time immemorial um and so they announced yesterday that they are going to lift that ban and and the media went crazy and a lot of people went nuts talking about oh my gosh what does this mean like this is going to be incredible i can watch high school football games at home so and we i wrote a story on texasfootball.com about it because you know that that was what was said in the in the legislative council meeting. So I talked to we talked to the UIL today. We talked with them today. That's what 
part of the meeting where one of the reasons we're late is. We talked to UIL today. And I need to issue a very important clarification. Okay? There is nothing official. Okay? This is direct from the UIL. There is nothing official. They are simply considering lifting the ban. Mm -hmm. Nothing has been decided. It has not been put in stone. It is not policy right now. So technically, as of right now, nothing the ban is, is yes. still on. Technically, right now, nothing has changed. Officially, nothing has changed. Mm -hmm. Okay? I think that's a key distinction because I think we... I think. I think we, we jumped out ahead of ourselves. We got out over our skis a little bit. There is nothing official right now from the UIL. They are still considering it, and that is true. Mm -hmm. That is true that they are considering lifting the ban. But they, you know, and, and, and one of the things that I thought was really, you know, one of, kind of one of the red flags for me was that there are going to be a lot of little things that have to be um, decided and little rules that have to be clarified for, for this thing to happen right and it, it was very kind of un uil like for them to come out and say okay the ban is lifted it just you know willy-nilly that is you know so we talked with the uil today there is no change to the rule right now they are considering it uh they are talking about uh lifting it but there is no change right now as of right now if the football season were to kick off today you would not be able to watch a friday night high school football game live uh anywhere right. except in the stadium right mm -hmm. so that's a very important clarification because i think we all got really excited and understandably so right we jumped up we and we the leering press the media including dave campbell's text football there's an article you can read on textfootball.com because um we you know there there was a quote in there in, in in the legislative council that we jumped all over the uil has told us has told dave campbell's texas football whoa pull back the reins we are simply considering it right now. Mm -hmm. That is where they're at right now. So right now, as of 12, 13 p.m. on June 18th, the Friday night rule is still in effect. It is the ban is still in effect. Right. And you have to imagine that if, if this does go through and they do lift the ban on this, when they come out with it, they're going to want to go ahead and have those guidelines of just like they did with the summer workouts. Okay, this is this is where we're at. Yes, it's allowed. Here yes. is what you have to do to be able to make this happen. Because if you say it now, then yeah, people start jumping on that stuff. It gets really hairy so that you know that they're going to want to come out with a set of guidelines yes. to follow so people know from the beginning. Correct. So they are considering it. That is true. And it may, in a day, a week, a month, a year, get lifted. But for now, the Friday night rule is still in effect. But they are considering it. And that is a step, I think, in, in this direction. And so we can talk about what this is going to look like if they do lift the ban on the Friday night. Um, I wrote a piece for TexasFootball.com, which I probably need to go in and, and add an editor's note mm -hmm. with a clarification on there because uh, I got out over my skis. Um, that ultimately, if they were to lift the Friday night broadcasting ban... Um, I think you can see, and we talked about it, you can see a reason why. We can see a reason why they would want to do it. Can we make a quick clarification? Sure. Just super quick. There's a couple of people asking why the ban is there in the first place. The sole reason that the ban is there in the first place I'm is so... Oh, perfect. Then yeah. you can continue. Okay. Here's the reason why the ban exists. The reason the ban exists, and we can certainly talk about the merits of this argument, mm -hmm. but the reason the ban exists is because... The UIL wants to give protection 
to the school districts for the gate revenue, okay? They do not want people staying home and watching the game instead of going to the game and buying a ticket and buying concessions and stuff like that. That is something that from a, you know, from for school districts, high school football is a revenue driver. They the rule is in place to protect Friday nights for those for the uh, you know protect the gate mm-hmm. basically so that if Pickle ISD is hosting a game every ticket sale goes to you know th- they get that money the UIL doesn't get that money which is how they fund so much of their programs Correct. it would be different if it was college they don't need Correct. that funding but high schools need that high funding. schools high schools need that funding mm-hmm. and so that is why the rule exists okay now obviously things are kind of weird right now right Things are kind of weird um, with the COVID-19 pandemic. And by the way, wear a mask. That's an editorial comment from Dave Campbell's, from, from Greg Tepper. I shouldn't say from Dave Campbell's text football, but don't put our brand on from that. Greg Tepper. Wear a mask. <laughs> the numbers are going up. It's bad. So wear a mask. If you want football, wear a mask. So the and so as a result, right now, it is a reasonable expectation for the fall that there will be limitations on the number of fans that we can have in the stands. I think that is a reasonable expectation right now. I hope that there are not. I hope that everybody who wants to go to a game can go to a game. I hope that there are, that, that this whole thing poofs and goes away. Mm-hmm. I don't think that's going to happen. And as a result, there are probably going to be restrictions on fan attendance. Right, you're seeing that in every sport across the world right now. Yeah, and Texas high school in any level of sport. Yes. And Texas high school is unlikely to be any different. As a result, to help with the to help make the UIL or to help make the school districts to help make Pickle ISD whole again, mm-hmm. knowing that there there are going to be fewer people in the stands, fewer tickets sold, fewer concessions sold, etc. The UIL is considering lifting this ban so that they can help to make some of that revenue up because Pickle ISD owns the rights to that broadcast. They own the broadcasting rights in the same way that they own the um, the, the radio rights, they own the television rights, the broadcasting rights to it. And as a result, they can go and they can sell advertisements, they can, they can make a pay-per-view, they can do the types of things that would help to make this uh, to help make them whole again all right so that's where this is coming from um so there is a chance it's not official to to go back to the front it's not official the uil simply considering lifting the ban it is not done yet but if this were to happen i think in this is now greg tepper editorializing i'm I'm gonna put newsman greg tepper over here here's editorial (laughs) greg tepper i think that would be a good thing for texas high school ball if you care about the sport growing, mm-hmm. okay? If you care about the sport getting bigger and getting more popular and staying successful, I think that lifting this, at least for the one this one year, would help. It would help people. There are going to be a lot of people, I think, that are going to be staying at home, mm-hmm. right? There are going to be a lot of people who are not going to go to the game. And this is going to open this up to them and say, hey, if you want to watch, if you want to experience Texas high school football, you can Mm-hmm. You can do that. So that is um, that's kind of where we stand right now. Mm-hmm. It is. I think that I think overall it would be a positive thing. I think mm-hmm. that there would be a, a lot of interest in in watching games on Friday nights. But 
there's nothing official. There's nothing set in stone. We talked with the UIL this morning. They are there's nothing official right now. They are considering it. That is something that, that, that I, I imagine they will come down with a decision before the season starts. Right. Right. They're probably just not going to sit on this thing. But overall, that's where we stand. It's going to be very interesting to watch how this goes. And there's a lot of people talking about we'll just give the TV revenue to the to the schools. And yes, that is exactly the type of thing that we're saying when the UIL is saying that they're considering it is there's not a broadcasting rights package and, right. and all that stuff laid out right now. So when the UIL is considering it, if it does go through, the point of them saying, whoa, hold the reins on this, we need to figure out what we're doing is to be able to put into perspective okay right. how does the money so, aspect of it work and how it, what are those levels set at yeah and to, to kind of get into this this is it there's a little bit into the weeds but let's take the nfl for mm -hmm. example okay the nfl um has tv deals with fox with nbc with espn with cbs right with mm -hmm. the four networks okay those networks pay the nfl and the nfl then disperses that broadcast money to to the teams, right? They disperse it to the Houston Texans. They disperse it to the New York Jets, right? Because of the way that Texas high school football is set up, the UIL is a governing body, but until it reaches the playoffs, the individual regular season games, they don't belong to the UIL. Mm -hmm. All the UIL cares about is tell us who's in the playoffs. That's right. it. That's all they care about. Mm -hmm. And so as a result, each school district or each school would then be able to negotiate their own rights deal. Right. right? So if Pickle Broadcasting decided, hey, we want to go over to Teague High School and we want to make them, um, we, want, we want to broadcast your games. Well, then Teague High School is going to need to go and say, all right, how much are you going to pay us? Because... Our rights have value. And that's what I do hope that the UIL, if they lift this rule, provide some guidance for, is telling the school districts that, yes, your rights do have value. Your broadcast rights do have value, and mm -hmm. you should exercise that leverage. And because the whole point of this, not to interrupt, but the whole point of this is to help make these school districts whole because they will not be able to have as many fans in the gate, presumably. Right, and that's what Step just sent me a message and had said TV stations in the past have come in and broadcast games and the high schools haven't charged them. And it's like, okay, in the past, whatever, that's the way that it was. But right now, school districts have to capitalize on yes. that because you have to have that to fund your program. So there has to be some level of, of contingency through all yes. of that. Yes, that is. So there's a lot to work out. The UIL has not lifted the ban on Friday night broadcasts. I should say that very clearly. Right now, they have not lifted the ban. They are considering lifting the ban, but they have not lifted the ban as of now. So we'll, of course, keep you posted. This is going to be a big story, I'm sure, kind of developing throughout the next days, weeks, months, years, decades, lifetimes, eras, millennia, etc. Anyway, there's that. A lot of time. Uh, if you have questions about that, I'll try to answer them as best I can um, in the comments. So if you want to do that, you can do that. We're Texas Football Today. We're here every weekday at noon on TexasFootball.com. Talking about the Lone Star State. You can follow us on Twitter at DCTF. Like us on Facebook. Facebook.com slash Dave Campbell's. Follow us on Instagram. Instagram.com slash Dave Campbell's. And, of course, see us at TexasFootball.com. TexasFootball.com is where you can find complete coverage of high school football, college football, and recruiting all across the Lone Star State. I want to invite you to become a Dave Campbell's Texas Football Insider. That's our subscription package. TexasFootball.com slash subscribe. I'm getting comments from people. Hey, uh, I can't find the magazine at my store. That's because it's not at stores yet. Okay, subscribers are getting it because we love our subscribers very, very much. TexasFootball.com slash subscribe. If you subscribe today, we will drop this magazine in the mail for you 
today and it will show up it's going to hit newsstands like last week in june first week in july call it like july one right that's when it's going to hit newsstands mm-hmm. if you want it before then and you get a lot of other great content come to dave campbell's textable insider textable.com slash subscribe that's my pitch a lot of good stuff in there including some errors by me i found Darn it. a typo's drive me nuts and i'm sure nobody else is going to really going to notice no. it i'll tell you what it is after this okay. but i don't want to point it out, out. It's <laughs> annoying anyway it's like transposing two letters it's annoying i gotta say real fast in the comments when you said if anybody has questions leave them and Meese commented i have several questions first off how dare you yeah that's true <laughs> which good point best question good that point. could be asked <clears throat> pickle speaking of the 2020 summer edition of dave campbell's texas football there it is there it is it's that it's that bad boy um we have high school football stuff in there, uh, including previews of more than 1,400 high school football teams across the state and rankings, expanded rankings, the top 50 mm-hmm. for Class 6A, the top 25 for each division of 5A, 4A, 3A, and 2A, and the top t- uh, 20s for each division of Class 1A. We are rolling out the top 10s uh, of these rankings. Of course, we are the official rankings provider of the Associated Press. So these are basically the Texas high school football rankings of record. Mm-hmm. These are the top 10 of 5A Division One, We have made it to 5A Division One. Who will be number one? Who will be number nine? Who will be number four? Let's find out together. I don't remember. Let's find out. Now unveiling the 2020 preseason Texas high school football rankings for Class 5A Division One. Of course, get your copy of Dave Campbell's Texas Football at texasfootball.com slash subscribe. We start at number 10. The Amarillo Tascosa Rebels are the number 10 team in Dave Campbell's Texas football. The flex bone attack is back for Coach Ken Plunk, though he must replace star quarterback Joseph Plunk and defensive end L.B. Moore. Expect running back and defensive back Major Everhart to become the new household name for the Rebels. Tascosa up there in the 806. They are number 10 Dave Campbell's Texas football. Number 9. The Hawks of Red Oak are the number nine team in Dave Campbell's Texas football. New coach Michael Quintero inherits a team that should be able to build off its 11-2 mark last year, led by a star-studded defense anchored by defensive back Darius Jackson and linebacker Jackson Bailey. Red Oak, number nine in Dave Campbell's Texas football. Number eight. The Timberwolves of Cedar Park are the number eight team in Dave Campbell's Texas football. The Black Rain defense will be its usual excellent self, but three-year senior quarterback, right, or three-year starter rather, senior quarterback Ryder Hernandez and big play wide receiver Josh Cameron could push the Wolves over the top. Cedar Park, number eight in Dave Campbell's Texas football. To number seven, the Falcons of Richmond Foster are the number seven team in Dave Campbell's Texas football. It's a quick reload for the Falcons, who have a number of big-time prospects, including wide receiver Cody Jackson and offensive tackle Reuben Fothery. If the depth is there, this is a state title contender. Richmond Foster, number seven in Dave Campbell's Texas football. Number six, the Manville Mavericks, the number six team in Dave Campbell's Texas football in 5A Division One. A third year under coach Kevin Hall should do some good for the Mavs, who must replace 17 starters, but welcome back stud running back Jordan Vaughn and linebacker Justin Medlock. Manville, number six in Dave Campbell's Texas football. We are unveiling the top 10 of the preseason Texas high school ball rankings in 5A Division One. Of course, expanded rankings in the 2020 summer edition of Dave Campbell's Texas football. You can get your copy now if you go to texasfootball.com slash subscribe. Number five. The Lancaster Tigers, the number five team in Dave Campbell's Texas football. Is this the year the Tigers roar back to the top? With DQ James, Magic Rector, and Glenn Rice Jr., they form a star-studded squad that has every recruiter's attention. Can they put it all together? I think so. Keep an eye on Coach Chris Gilbert's squad. Weebo, number five in Dave Campbell's Texas football. Number four. 
The Scots of Highland Park are the number four team in Dave Campbell's Texas football. The 2016, 17, and 18 state champions lose some of their marquee players like Chandler Morris and Prince Dorba, but hopes are high in HP that quarterback Braden Shager and linebacker Patrick Turner can get them back to the top. Highland Park, number four in Dave Campbell's Texas football. Into the top three. The Lobos of Longview, the number three team in Dave Campbell's Texas football, the 2018 6A Division II state champions, dropped down to Class 5A, and while they must replace some key pieces, most notably quarterback Haynes King, running back Caden Meredith and linebacker Cabrian Jackson, uh, Cabrian Jackson Jimerson are the new faces of the Lobos. Keep an eye on them. The most prominent 6A drop down, Longview, number three in Dave Campbell's Texas football. Into number two... The Rangers of Frisco Lone Star, the number two team in Dave Campbell's Texas football. Don't think that the Rangers are going away just because Mr. Texas Football Player of the Year Marvin Mims is gone. Quarterback Garrett Rangel, running back Jaden Nixon, and a comp and company should keep Lone Star humming, and a solid linebacker core give the Rangers a great shot to bring home their first title. Frisco Lone Star, number two in Dave Campbell's Texas football. Which brings us to number one, the number one team in 5A Division One to start the year. The Raiders of Denton Ryan. After coming agonizingly close last year, the Raiders return loaded for bear and determined to finish the job. Featuring superstars like Jatavian Sanders and Billy Bowman, a bruising defensive front seven, the Ryan Raiders start the year number one in Dave Campbell's Texas football and our pick to bring home their first title since 2002. There you have it, the top 10 in the preseason Texas high school football rankings according to Dave Campbell's Texas football in Class 5A Division One. Number 10, Amarillo Tascosa. Number 9, Red Oak. Number 8, Cedar Park. Number 7, Richmond Foster. Number 6, Manville. Number 5, Lancaster. Number 4, Highland Park. Number 3, Longview. Number 2, Frisco Lone Star. And the number 1 team in Dave Campbell's Texas football, the Raiders of Denton Ryan. There you have it. Of course, expanded rankings, top 25 for 5A Division 1 and all divisions of 5A, 4A, 3A, and 2A can be found in the 2020 Summer Edition of Dave Campbell's Texas Football. You can get yours at texasfootball.com slash subscribe. 5A Division 1 is going to be fun. I'm excited about it. Oh, yeah. No doubt about that. And now we go to Ashley Pickle for America's second favorite segment, Final Thoughts. All right, a couple of things here. So first off, we've had a couple of people asking that since they've been subscribers for a, a, a couple of months now, should they be worried if their magazine no. is not here? No, guys, you, no. you do not need to be worried about that. It's it, on its way, I promise. It doesn't matter what kind of when I you will subscribe. S- if you, if you, how do I put this? If you've been a subscriber for a while, like if you didn't subscribe like this week, mm-hmm. right? If you've been a subscriber for a while and you don't get your magazine by Saturday... Saturday will be the time that I would start being like, oh, where is it? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, so I would not worry quite yet. Um, the magazines are, you know, I don't, what's what's the, the thing? We need to get like a flashing red sign. I'm not the mail. I don't control the mail. <laughs> but um, the, here's the God's honest truth of the matter. We dropped a lot of them in the, ma- in the mail last week, uh, starting last Thursday. Mm-hmm. The, the, the quote time for them is between, I think, six and eight days mm-hmm. for, for transport. That's the quote time. So some of these people, some people are just getting it super, super fast. Right. And That's what you're seeing, kind of. Some of the people live way closer to our office, so it's yes. realistically not going to take as long. If you if you live way down south, it might just take a couple more right. days. But <laughs> it is coming, I promise. If it's not there by Saturday, right? If the mail comes on Saturday and it's not in there, let me know and I will check on it. Um, but we should be, I, I don't think you need to worry about that. Not quite yet. That's what I'll say. Um, and then the last part of final thoughts, Aaron Flynn left a lovely comment that said, shout out to Ashley for telling me about 99 cent mozzarella sticks at Sonic. I just ate 12 and I regret nothing. And then I've had 
two or three different people tweet me pictures of their mod sticks and I could not be more excited. Like you go guys, today is a great day. Every time I get that text, I am just through the roof excited. And we'll be going after I do a Whataburger Super Team presentation in just a little bit. We deserve to be destroyed. That's going to do it for us. Thank you for spending a little bit of your day with us. Follow us on Twitter at DTF. Like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash Dave Campbell. Follow us on Instagram, instagram.com slash Dave Campbell. And of course, see us at texasfootball.com for Ashley Pickle. They call her Miss Mozzarella Stick. Yeah. I'm Greg Tepper. Vince Young, please <laughs> get your player of the year trophy. We'll see you tomorrow for the 981st episode spectacular on Texas Football Today. Mm-hmm.